Hello and welcome to another episode of Fools Daily. I am joined by the tall, handsome, good-looking, rich, witty. successful, witty, Wit- witty, Mr. Matt uh, Spooner. Evening, or morning, or afternoon. We, you know, whenever you're listening, I hope it's not horrible. Well, it could be. Well, then I hope it's not horrible for me. Oh, okay. I mean, it could, they could be listening in a post-apocalyptic hellhole. What, Manchester? <laughs> oh, oh, I was thinking Birmingham. Um, that's half our listener base switching off now. What, both of them? Yes. We've got no listeners now. Still. So, we thought it was about time we recorded some more Fool's Dailies. Because... Um, we hadn't recorded any for a couple of weeks, and as is our want, we've actually bought loads of new games. Yeah, we're not very good at being disciplined. I don't think it's our fault. I, I'd never blame myself. They make them all shiny and stuff. Mm, and and hardback. Yeah, we like, we like hardbacks. Mm-hmm. And barebacks. <laughs> okay, thanks for sharing. No problem. Um, so, we are going to talk today about Warlord's newest offering. What was that? Sorry, that's my phone. Why is your phone ringing? It wasn't ringing, it buzzed. I turned the volume down, but it buzzed. Hang on, I'll, I will move it into a non-buzzy location. Was that your girlfriend? No, actually, it wasn't. It's the Twitters. Ah. Talking about the nice figures that I may be getting off Annie on the weekend. What do you mean, may? Possibly. I'm considering it. Yeah, until you see them and you go, okay, then I'll buy them. Quite possibly. Because you're hopeless. Says you. Well, I haven't bought any figures for at least a day. There you go, then. That's like 24 hours, actually. No, did you buy something today? That's true. You know what I did. <laughs> you bought something today? Yes. Yeah, me too. I bought the bits I bought the bits for my uh, the basing for one of my Malifaux crews. Well, there you go. I, I bought the robots that I said I was going to get at the end of the month. You said you were going to get them at the end of the month? It's nearly the end of the month, and some, and I've got a refund from something from eBay that hadn't arrived. So I'm like, oh, well, now I can afford to get them now. So I've got a robot for me and a robot for you coming. Cool, and they're nice robots. They are nice robots, like wheel miniatures. If anybody's interested, they look lovely. But we're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. We're talking about Conflict Forty Seven, which is robot-y. Well, yeah, mechs, I suppose. Yeah. So. Matt, tell me, what why is Conflict 47? Well, thank you, Mike. That's Conflict right. 47 is a... I would say a supplement, but it's not. It's a standalone set of rules. It is using the mechanics of Bolt Action, which is Warlord's um, World War II rule set, and through work by the guys at Cock, Cock, Clock, Work, Goblin... 
So I nearly had Cock and Goblin in the same sentence, but I've stopped that. Clockwork Goblin, published by Osprey. It's a set of weird World War II miniature rules. So it's bolt action with zombies and mechs and werewolves and jetpacks and Tesla cannons and stuff. That's it, really. Right, well, that was let, me, let, me, let me read the fluff off the back to give you an idea of what's occurring in the world. In 1944, atomic testing at Los Alamos opens a rift in the fabric of space while the detonation of the fat boy atomic bomb over Dresden creates a second. German and American scientists determine that the signals are being transmitted through the rifts, many indecipherable but some containing revolutionary scientific and technological theorems. Blah, 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 blah. 1947, World War II has entered a completely new phase. Power-armoured infantry armed with personal wonder weapons follow super-heavy tanks and mechanised walkers into battle, smashing defences with colossal firepower, while genetic monstrosities are sent out to hunt and terrorise enemy forces. This is the new nature of war. This is Conflict 47. There you go. I've missed my calling as a narrator, I feel. Don't give up so the long and the job. Sh- so the long and the short of it is it's a set of weird World War II rules, which is not a new idea. There are several others out there. However, it is based upon, and when I say based upon, it's bolt action with stuff in it. Upon the bolt action rules, which have been actually very well received and are very well thought of um, and are very well supported by Wardle Games with um, quite an expansive range of 28mm figures. It's got guns in, though, Mike. Yes. So you bought a set, Mike. I did. I do indeed have a book. That's it. Um, In front of me. Right. So... I like the giant stompy robots. We know that I like giant stompy robots. We do. So I said that um, despite the fact that it's it's still effectively a World War II game, um, the bolt action mechanics are a solid set of rules. Yes, um, very much. The order dice mechanism is a very nice mechanism. Um they've done a decent job of turning it into Gates of Antares. So I said, all right, I'll give it a shot and have bought a rule book. Um, I don't have any figures, but Matt has a million figures if they haven't melted in the million degree temperature. It's been quite warm today. It has been lovely. Um, So I said, I'll give it a go. Excellent. So I bought I bought the rule book because we were at Wayland the other day and I had it on pre-order with Amazon, but the pre-orders from Amazon for some reason weren't shipping until the end of the month, and they had them at Wayland with a free figure if you bought it. So I bought a copy. Mm-hmm. There was a frantic cancelling of pre-orders from Amazon because that's exactly what I did as well. Cancelled my pre-order. I was like, why do I have to wait until the twenty fourth? The world and his brother has got the set of rules. There's millions of sets out there. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So yeah, I can't see, I didn't realise that the hardback was out. I thought it was just the starter boxes. Well, that's what I thought to start with. And then I saw it. I'm like, what the hell, Amazon? Get a grip. 
So I bought a copy. Mm-hmm. And I flicked through it. And then I put it down again. Because I don't know. I don't know. I should like I like I like the giant stompy robots. Mm-hmm. And I like um you know I like some of the cool things. I like the weird bit. Yeah. Basically. I don't like the rest. And so Well then it, don't use the rest. So if I if I look as I when I looked through it, I was going yeah, give it that's just a that's just a soldier. That's just like mm. So I was a little bit disappointed because I was gonna put, I was looking at doing Soviets. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, oh yes, Russians. That'll be cool. But then you know, the book has all the army lists in it. Yeah. So there's no codices, codexes, whatever you, however it is. So it's all in one rule book. Yeah. And it's all just boring stuff. No, it's, it's not. not. It is because no, it's not. I'm flipping. I'm flipping through it, right? It's okay. Yeah. Oh, a heavy. Well, machine, turn. Heavy turn to your right. Turn, turn to your Russian page. 182. Turn to page 182. I'm on 182. Officer. Right, excellent. Oh, yeah. Right. So you know that if you flip the page back over on page 180. Yeah. So and from the the choosing your forces thingy, the in effect the. Um, to no fo force organization chart for your forty k types foc on page one twenty six. It's on one twenty six. Is it okay? All right, yeah. So I'm going to all right. So I'm going to one twenty six. Right. One hundred five. One hundred eleven. Jeez. Oh, force selection. There we go. One twenty six. Okay. So you need to have you two infantry squads and an officer in a platoon, and then you can add that varying selection of. Things. Right. So you need to have two two infantry squads if you're going to have your mechs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you have to have routine, boring Russian infantry because you can have on page one eighty five. Just have the heavy infantry. Have the Siberian terror squad. Pick the cool things that you like. So you can have your power-armoured infantry and your mechs and perhaps a tank with a Tesla cannon on or something. There's no reason that you have to have anything that is just, in effect, normal World War II stuff. So once again, I'm right. Yeah, you see, I just read it and then I just glaze over. That's my that's my that's my problem is that you know I flip over to like to page one hundred ninety two tanks T thirty fours T thirty fours yeah I S twos well yeah but if you like then call them rhinos and land raiders yeah, right. I, don't, I don't like them either but look T thirty fours Z P it's got some weird thing on it. It's got a projector. So you can have your weirdy stuff. 
Yeah, I'm. I. I think, why don't you play it? Because have you actually played bolt action? I've played. The bolt, I have. I have played a bolt game of bolt action in the past. Mm-hmm. The, the mechanics are excellent. Yeah. But I, it for me, and it, you know, we've I've talked about this on the show before. It's getting over what the subject matter is. Yeah. And I'm not totally convinced that I am going to be able to get over the subject matter. Now, that's not to say I'm not going to try it out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it might fire cinematics in my head when we're actually playing it. Yeah. Um, but certainly reading the... And not it's not the rules. It's the, you know, what you're going to be pushing around the table. Yeah. I'm going... Nah. And this isn't... I mean, it's not the first time this has happened to me. My friend Ginger Dave... Yeah. Um, is writing a set of World War One rules. Very nice they are too. Um, he had them at DAFCON. He's going to have them at uh, the Osprey Worlds in Derby mm-hmm. and Salute next year. Mm-hmm. Is he going to come back to DAFCON too? He is going to come back to DAFCON too. Where all the cool people hang out. Yeah. Wan you. Shut up. But, um, and so, you know, because Dave's into World War One games, and that's what he plays. I was going to, you know, I picked up some Germans from Renegade. Mm-hmm. And um, I even painted some. And then we played a couple of games. And I just said, no, I can't be bored. It just doesn't, it doesn't fire my brain. In the, same, in the same way that, you know, when we played, this is not a test the other week, that did yeah. fire my brain. Or, yeah. you know, 7TV or those sorts of things. It just doesn't, just doesn't fire the right side. And it's not the, it's not the number of models, because mm-hmm. you know there's not more, many more models than you have in like a saga game or something. Yeah. But saga fires the old. Juicy juices is flowing. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, we'll have to see if we get some get some things on the table. Some like I say, I think once you've got cool mechs on the table and some. Weird zombies and stuff like that. You see, that's why I was kind of surprised when you said you'd go for Russians. I figured you for a German zombie core type of thing. Yeah, but that's a bit predictable, isn't it? And frankly, I think that that's a bit. I, I find that, I find that a little bit boring. It's like you know, the the Nazi SS girls in their leather uniforms. and are, are they, Do they actually have them in this? I don't know. I haven't actually looked at the Germans. No, no actually. The female power trooper type super army unit is in the Russians. Daughters of the Motherland. Well, there you go. Because normally that ends up being yeah. in the, the leather clad, leather-clad Nazi vixens. Yes. Though they have got werewolves, haven't they, in the Germans? They do. The Schreckenwolfen Squad. And some bat type vampire y thing. Nachjager. They're awful. Sorry for any German people that are listening. I don't know what. It'll be Nachjager, won't it, actually? Yeah. Nachjager. Terrible. Not a fan of those models, I have to admit. No. But they do have Flammenwerfers. They were flamen. They do were flamen. 
Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of those Nath Jager models either. Um, you know, I'll, I guess, as I say, I'll try it out. I mean, your your feelings notwithstanding, I mean, me not having that kind of hang-up, I've looked through them, and if I'm honest, yes. as, as, as enamoured as I am with them, yes. they haven't done a lot extra to bolt action. I mean, there's a couple of extra unit types in there. Um... There isn't a massive amount that wasn't already there for bolt action. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they go. I guess the, the more interesting thing for me is, because we are, as well as rules whores, kind of miniature whores as well, is looking around at the, the other ranges of stuff that are available rather than just the, if you like, the official warlord slash clock work goblin miniatures, um, some of which I quite like and some of which I absolutely don't like. Right, well, before we move on to the other range, why do you think this exists? Why, 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 does, why does this exist as a separate book when it could have just been some PDFs on the, yeah, on the Warlord website? Is there, enough, is there enough of a market for Weird World War II? Are they trying to create a, another market for Weird War II? I think I think there probably is because um, and the miniatures I'll be predominantly using are from the Dust game. Um, when Dust kicked off, um, people were buying it hand over fist. They were, you know, there's some lovely models. Their walkers are really nice. Um, you know, there's nothing in Dust that isn't really available in Conflict um, or Secrets of the Third Reich, which is Westwind's. Weird World War Two run, um, so I think there is a market for it. I think because it's been built on bolt action, and you know, people love bolt action. I think that there there is an anticipation that um, it will sell well with bolt action people because their historical stuff will form the core of their army. You know, they can spend thirty, forty, fifty quid adding a few weird bits, and it gives them another. I say another set of rules. It's not really another set of rules, but another theatre of operations that they can use that stuff in. So um, I think, you know, I think it should do fairly well. There are bolt action events, so it'll be interesting to see whether those broaden out to allow conflict 47 armies as well, or whether they'll be separate. I mean, I've seen already there are some conflict 47 events being planned. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if there is a potential for crossover there within the kind of competitive competitive element for bolt action. But bolt action sells by the bucket load, so I, I think they, it's a fairly safe bet to append it to that. And you know, we got our copies from Warlord for twenty seven quid. Um, I think they retail at thirty, which. 15 years ago, would be that's quite expensive for a set of rules, but it's pretty much the kind of standard cost now for a full-colour hardback. And, it, you know, they're published by Osprey, so it's an extremely um, high level or high quality of publishing. It's, I think it's reasonable value for money. I'm just not the biggest fan of the official or the weird part of the, the official rules line at all. Uh, Miniatures line, sorry. 
Okay, all right. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. But it will appeal to people like me who have, you know, boxes full of dust miniatures that, with everything that dust promised initially with its kind of grid-based game when it first came out, it was almost a, it was it was straddling that board game with miniatures kind of thing, or was it a war game? Then Dust Warfare came out, which actually made it then like a proper war game. But it just did, the rules didn't quite work for me. I wasn't a fan of their dice mechanic. They got, they had unique dice um, within that set of rules that you used. And it just, there was something about it just didn't click for me. So, um, actually, there's probably another set of rules I can put on eBay. And um, so there will be people out there that will already have stuff as well. So you will pick up people from the kind of, the dust returning will get up. It will undoubtedly be a more, in air quotes, mainstream set of rules. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. I suppose. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see a Battlefront do an equivalent. Well, I think that you've got a lot of people became um, disenchanted with dust. I think because there was the the horror of their Kickstarter. Um. And it kind of disappeared once Battlefront took it over. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that. I can see that. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. I wonder... I Part of me wonders whether it's just like a vanity project for Clockwork Goblin. Oh, they... it never... It, rules writers... It... Yeah, inevitably, there's an element of it. All rules are written as a part of a vanity project because, I mean, you try and make it, I guess, a viable business, but generally we write rules about things that we think are cool or that we're, we as potential authors are interested in. So I think there's always an element of it being a vanity project from that point of view. Um, Clockwork Goblin already had stuff in 15 mil that they were producing for Weird World War Two anyway. So I'm guessing it probably grew out of them using bolt action for the stuff that they were producing. Um and I'm, again, speculation, but I'm assuming they went to Warlord and said, look, you know, we've been doing this. Would you be interested in publishing it as an official version? Yeah. That's but we'll see. I mean, it, 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 it's an interesting side set to Bolt Action, I think. I don't think it will necessarily have the same level of pickup as Bolt Action has because... Not all well, historical wargamers are notoriously fickle about stuff that isn't historical. Um, you know, if the rivets are not in the place and, you know, those turnbacks are slightly in the wrong colour of pink, don't you know? And his button should be gold and not silver. And bear in mind, I come from a historical wargaming background. Um, the old grognards out there, you know, some of them won't touch that with the barge pole because it's not historical. But um, I think it'll tick along. I mean, it's... it's I guess it's a minimum investment. Once the once the print run is done, it will sell. Yeah. Whether it will get a second go, whether it will get a second pressing, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, no, you're probably right. So, Normally. I, I know it's worrying, but there you go. What other figures can you use? Well, as I say, I've got a metric 
crap ton of dust stuff. Um, I've got a load of German bits and a load of the kind of allied bits. Um, my plan for them when we were going to play dust was always, when I say we, I don't mean you and me, I mean we in the, the broader sense of anyone I could get to play it, um, was to um, do some head swaps with the figures because they are... They're not so, not soft plastic in Reaper Bones kind of softness, but they're not hard PVC type plastic either. They're somewhere in between, right? Uh, um, and they came kind of base coated, although you could buy the premier version that, which were painted. Um, but they're very easy to pop the heads off. Um, they are just in effect kind of plugged in, so in separate heads. So the allies have got a load of British paratroop heads and berets. So I was going to do them as a paraforce, um, and the Germans have got some Fulchimjäger heads, which are the German paratroopers for those people that have never read a book in their life. Um, Even I knew that. Yes, but there will be people out there that will go, Fulch and what? Um, sorry if I've been condescending, but some of you are idiots. Um, are we, you're so, not going to do, no rants today. I don't rant. I've never ranted in my life. I've merely I, I have it, succinct, I have succinctly it. and forcefully enforced an opinion and point of view. Is is this no rants like no pouting? I don't pout. Your my mum's says, mad. Your mum says you do. Mum's mad. She's been on the glue again. So anyway, so I've got a load of dust stuff. Um, I really like the dust walkers. Um, they're kind of fixed pose, so there isn't a massive amount you could do with it, but there are across kind of allies so notionally americans and british they do a soviet range they do an american range they do heavy walkers they do super heavy walkers and they do light walkers um and they're fairly competitively priced generally do they do skywalkers i've seen dickhead um <laughs> so i've got a load of that stuff um probably kind of from the first waves of stuff they sell they have continued to release stuff since um i haven't got any of the kind of super heavy walkers which are things of beauty um but from an infantry point of view particularly for the soviet i it's probably the range from the official conflict 47 that i am least in out with um the dust stuff is really nice the soviet stuff um but there's also as yeah, i mentioned see, no, Western, i do like i do like their vehicles I must admit. Yeah. Um, but Westwind do Secrets of the Third Reich, their rule set was called, um, and they have quite an extensive range of miniatures, which includes some mechs. Um, what I really like is they have their separate head system, so you can um, potentially convert or change figures. So they've got gas mast heads, they've got zombie heads, they do some really nice both Soviet and German zombies. They do the werewolves and all the kind of of stuff you would routinely expect to see in a weird World War Two game. One moment, caller, because I was organised and already open. I have, so we've done West Wind. Uh, I've taken the glass off, so I can't see. Brigade Games also do some weird World War Two stuff. Okay. Yes, they do. So you look at me, all organised and professional and stuff. It's um, from the World War Two pulp horror range. Um, so, Nazi zombies, as you can imagine, female rocketeers, some female Shrek and Truppen chemical troopers, 
some werewolves, Frankenstein, composite troopers, Nazi specters, Gestapo agents, etc., etc. Um, they also acquired a couple of miniatures from the What the Miniatures, um, but that's only two ranges. And they've also brigade do the Spyglass World War Two zombies, of which there are quite a few ranges around. I will probably pick up the Studio Miniatures ones because they are very, very nice and quite reasonably priced too. Pulp figures, um, Bob Merch's stuff, which you'll have to order from abroad because I don't think they've got a UK stockist. Um, they oh, have a pulp. weird... No, mens- no, someone stops... Someone stops oh, was it um, Nick at North Star does pulp, Nick doesn't he? does now, yes. Yes. So um, they've got some stuff in their Weird Menace series. So again, they've got... Um, as you'd expect, some female SS troopers. They're all fully dressed, though. No bits hanging out. Um, and kind of stuff that would fit largely in that kind of Indiana Jones early war realm. Um, we've already mentioned Dust. Um, 8043 was another range that was a kind of a weird World War II type range. Um, their walkers are quite, particularly, again, their Soviet walkers are really nice. Yeah, you can get those on eBay. Yeah. Um, and there was another range from from Dark Sun Designs called AE World War Two, which I assume is Alternate Earth or something like that. Um, but they did some quite nice miniatures as well. But they're like hobby horse crap to try and pick up. I don't see them around very often at all anymore. Um, I'm just seeing if there's anybody that I've missed. Do 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 do. I don't think so. I think we've pretty much covered them all. Uh, Dust, yeah, 80-43. Oh, Company B, they did a few little bits as well. Um, So there are a few bits out there, and obviously there's probably some of the... um, Oh, those as well. Yeah, the Machina Krieger. They're 135th notionally, um, but their walkers are quite nice. Um, But there's plenty of stuff out there. So, you know, if Dust doesn't appeal, um, have a look at Secrets of the Third Reich. If that's not your thing, have a look at the AT-43. If that's not your thing, um, then you're probably wrong, in fairness, because if you can't find something you like across those ranges, um, don't be an idiot. Yeah, and again, I mean, as I said at the beginning, I like the miniature. I, well, I, I mean, I like some of the miniatures. Certainly, the I like the AT-43 stuff. Yeah. Um, but... It's the ancillary bits that I don't like, and that's my my yeah. concern with it. Is you know, it wants to be vaguely equal on the tabletop, and if you know, am I if I just do walkers and stuff, is it going to be, or am I just going to? Is your little men just going to run around with their um, anti tank bombs, and I'm going to go? Oh, I'm blown up again. I'm sure we'll find a way of playing it to enjoy it between us, my dear. Ooh, are we taking our clothes off again? Yeah, some nude war gaming again. Okay. Just watch out for the wasps, little yeah. stingy yeah. bastards. Well, you know, it's a million degrees in your apartment, so. Mm hmm. You your clothes just burn off anyway. Yeah, and I'm so damn hot. <laughs> well, yeah, because so, you've got clothes on it, it's a million degrees. Yes. So anyway, there you go. We will play it. When we, we have played it, we, we, we will talk about it, and we'll see if um, Mr. Marshall has grown a pair and is going to stop whinging like some colossal girl. It's 
probably not going to happen. But I'm going to give it. A, I'm going to give it a go, which is more than I've done for any World War Two game. That's very true. Perhaps we need to get you to watch Hellboy again, just to warm you up a bit. Yeah, but Hellboy would work much better as a skirmish game. <laughs> just, just, just saying. Yes. Fine. You see, that's why you should perhaps do allies, because then you can have Hellboy as your commanding type. No, I don't think so. I don't want to be, Brit- no. don't want to be British. No, you do Yanks. You're oh, no. Oh, yuck. You love the Yanks. You're practically, your daughter is a Yank. Yeah, but I don't, oh, no, I don't want to know. No, 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 no. So you'd rather be a Putin? Yes. Da, you mean? Putin instead of Trump. Okay, fair point, well made. <laughs> right, shall we go now? Yes, that's quite enough of that. Um, we'll get back to you when we've played it, but um, let us know what you think. If you've played it, then tweet us or something. Yes. Right, and we'll put all the... Uh, now we do show notes on Facebook and stuff, we'll put all the links to all of Matt's miniatures. When we say we, you do that stuff, because I'm well, just like I'm just the looks and on-air talent. And the reason There is a reason that you're on-air talent and we haven't progressed the video project yet. <laughs> Shall we go? Right. Yes. All right, then. Until next time, I've been Mike. I've been Matt. Bye-bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>